morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to Architects of Lore, the one and only weekly podcast where two festive cousins sit around, discuss the age-old art of storytelling, and at the end, we're going to dare to create something of our own. But I'm your host, Zach, a.k.a. Z-Town TV. That is my co-host slash cousin slash this week, a samurai, Devin, a.k.a. Devo City. Devin, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you. Get the hair up in a little bun here. Well, top knot is what they call That's it. That's basically where the samurai ends, but yeah. No, top I think you, you got the, uh, for some reason, just the, the facial hair you have going on now. With the full mustache, but the beard is is almost in, but it's not it's enough. To, back. It's not enough to match the mustache. It looks like you're a very successful samurai who is now Ooh. resting on his laurels. So you got that going for you. Yeah, this mustache is is taking on a mind of its own. It's really getting out of control. Mo the beard Vember, is not cut up. Mo Vember. One more day. From when we're recording, not from when this is released. It's already December. Welcome to Christmas. Oh, holiday season. <laughs> holiday season. Yes. So how are you doing to today, Zach? Holiday season. I am. Uh, I'm well, quite well. I received some uh, news today, and I've already gotten over it. And I'm back. I'm back, baby. Okay. Here it is. The news earlier, obviously, was that I have to cover for a coworker tomorrow, and that's depressing as shit. But I'm back now. Here I am. On a Friday. I was thinking about cutting out early tomorrow, maybe hitting the simulator. We'll get into it at Golf Talk with Architects Lore. Don't worry about it. You know, know, sometimes you just got to put in the time. And I'm talking about golf. But that's all right. I mean, do you want to just move into Golf Talk? No, I I didn't play any golf. I still don't have any. So Yeah. I played pickleball and... I was going for a slam in the kitchen. You can't do that. That's against the rules. Yeah, I found that out after I rolled my ankle. Ooh. But it, it was a pretty epic because we were volleying back, forth, back, forth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I just got close to the net, slammed it, and got the point. You didn't and, get the point. Uh, rolled my ankle in the slam. And then they're like, yeah, technically that doesn't count. But uh, we're going to give it to you anyways. You really put your body on the line and you hurt yourself while experiencing no victory whatsoever. Out of the four games I played, these were my first four games of pickleball. Ever? Yeah. And they were all duos. Okay. I won one of them. Not that bad. So 25% win rate. Were you playing it? Taylor was on my team and Taylor was one of the Taylor's, better players. Taylor's the better one. Okay. What about the other? So Taylor has played pickleball before, one of the better players. The other two, are, what would you say their level of pickleballing is at? Well, there are six of us total. So okay. Taylor and Javi were probably the best. Uh, Marvin Carly were all right. Ryan was uh, he's pretty decent. He's pretty decent. And then I was new, but I'm going to dominate that sport. Of course. Devin's an accomplished tennis player. Out- the so line. He has Dude, the move, the skill set. You know how much muscle memory from tennis I didn't realize I still remember. The mind might forget, but the body doesn't. Did I'm you get? Did you? Did, did you have this forehand? I'm hitting it. I'm remembering it to like hit it at an angle to create curve. Oh yeah, you got curve, top spin, back spin. Did you get the little like? Did you do the the throw up serve? 
Or did you do the underhand serve? Just no, trying you have to, get to do underhand because of the rules. I Googled the rules real quick. Yeah. You have I did to, not know all, that. all your serves have to be under the waist. And then oh, it's under the waist. Me, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they kept telling me other rules. Like, you can't hit that line. Like, you can't hit the kitchen line on a serve. I was like, true. Yeah. The all one right. that I've only played like three times in my life. But the one that I always forget is when you serve. The next hit back, you have to let it bounce. You have to let it bounce. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because yeah. like a tennis player, I serve and then I move forward, right? Yeah. Just ready to dominate. <laughs> I dominated at the net when I played tennis. I, that's yeah. where I was not good with the long ball. But you get me up to the net. I got that side to side. Bang, bang, boom. Other thing, the court's smaller, so I hit it. A little like six inches, a little too far. You know, that would have counted if we're on a tennis court. It's because of your strength. And then the racket is shorter. So I whiffed a few times because I was expecting that other six to eight inches, depending Mm -hmm. on, you know. Yeah. Once you get used to an extra six inches, you really always think about it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So once I get the measurements down and the feel for the course, and sometimes the ball just like dies. It's basically a wiffle ball and it just like hits the ground. And you're ready to hit it like a tennis ball where the bounce is coming and then it just dies. And you're like, what? Mm. What? what is this? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, listen. Hey, I've only Rolled played my three times. And then couldn't play golf because of it. <laughs> Was I've invited played... to the par three nine hole and uh, had to, couldn't do it. Had to give him some rest, you know. Yeah, you got to take care of yourself. I've only played pickleball three times. Guess what? Third time, rolled my ankle. So <laughs> it's a dangerous sport. <laughs> yeah, I think I rolled my ankle second game, but powered through, you know, have to. Oh, that was sports talk with Architects Allure. Hey, look at us expanding. Join us weekly when we expand our sports talk. Probably will exclusively be pickleball and golf. But maybe some beach volleyball thrown in there in the summer. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe down it. Life's a trap. Life's a trap. Day trapper. Based off the original Architects Floor original idea. Yep. Also part Life's of the no, the no Stress Extended Universe. And here we are. But Devin... But I, I also made su- a, re- I got a surprise oh. for you. But go ahead, finish your thought. I just get. I just what else I've been up to. I, we made a return to trivia last night. Okay, how did you and do? We were, what was the so, team? It was Charlie and I. Betty's named, White's bitches. Nope. Change the name. Two morons plus beer. Okay. Got a chuckle from uh, the crowd. We you got to keep at, the name. You got to keep the name. You know well, that. Right? That's why we didn't want to be topical. You know, like I was like, could we be Henry Quisinger? You know, like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she didn't know who that Henry Kissinger was. was. Yeah. yeah. So also, that there's didn't a help. There's a lot of people in the world that hate Henry Kissinger. So probably not the best. Yeah, but it, it might have been a punny topical name. You know, two morons plus beer is better. Yeah, well, we kept going back and forth, and then we're, I was just like, what if we're just like two morons plus beer? And she's like, yeah, that kind of fits. But we were up. First round. Every answer correct. Didn't double down, unfortunately, but every answer correct. Second round. Every answer correct. Did double down. Whoa. Third round. Do you have to announce double down before the round? You have, do you get do no, you get no, like no. an no, overall topic of the round? 
No, they're handouts. So then okay. at the end, when you go to hand it back in, you mark double down or not. Okay. But third round, we're we're in first place, baby. So we ended up losing by thirty six points. <laughs> how many how many points can you get around? Just so I can get a a a, a thought of here. It depends. Or did sometimes you just bat twenty? Sometimes in. eight. Sometimes ten. Did you bet all in on the last question and lost? No, you don't bet your points. You just, if you double down and you don't get it, you just get zero points for that round. Mm. But once you have the points, the points are there. You can't, you can only lose points, but not on this version. That was, that was when Kurt was running the show. So, you know, new trivia guy. So it's like, yeah. You got to learn the ins and outs. You don't know. Yeah. There was like a scrabble round, which was really hard. You know, make up these words and they got to be from Space Mountain. And then there was a clue round and it was like Fandango. See if you can get the common thread. Fandango. Yeah. Mamma Mia. Here I go. Galileo. Me. Me? Me. Me. Yep. Okay. What's the common thread there? Fandango. Mamma Mia. Galileo. Me, yeah, no idea. Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, so it's something that all of those words have in common, and that thing is that they were all said during Bohemian. When it was Fandango no, no, said the during Bohemian were like, Rhapsody, who was the father of um astrology? Okay, so that answer was Galileo. Yeah, yeah. What 2008 musical was the top of the charts in Britain? Mamma Mia. Mia. Of course. Everybody so, you know, that. like the questions aren't, but then the com you put all the answers together, they're from the chorus of Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, I got that. But when the fuck do they say Fandango? Can you do the Fandango? Thunderbolts of lightning. Yeah. Very, 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 oh, yeah. Very, and Thunderbolt very. was another, what was Zeus's, Zeus's uh, weapon of choice? Thunderbolt. See, if you told me Thunderbolt, I would have had it. Would have had it. Oh, yeah. No, Damn. absolutely not. I would not have. I put Mario Kart because I was like, Mamma Mia, it's a me, Thunderbolt. And then I had Fandango and I changed it to Yahoo. Mm. Mm. Now, been... Actually, you know what? That's actually that's really clever. Now that I know like the like the genesis of it, you know, it might be easier to spot patterns that way. But OK. All right. So hey, you, what, what place did you come in? You lost by 36 points, but what place did you come in? I think we were upper middle. There was 20 teams. There you and, go. You know, we only had two people on our team. Most teams are five or six it's people. Six people. Yeah. yeah. It's six six max, but yeah. sometimes they squeeze in extra people, you know. So I feel like we did fairly well. I think I, I think I said this to you, and I don't know if I said it on a pod or if it's just us talking before. One of the things that I would I was always like, you know, would it be really cool if you went to a bar by yourself, you played trivia by yourself, you fucking dominated by yourself, and then you just walked out without collecting the prize. Why would you not want the fifty dollars to cover I, your tab? Dude, I don't want the people to know that it was only me the entire time. Yeah, you, know, you just walk. Yes, out. you do. You're such a liar. You definitely said this on the pod, and you I think definitely I would want any everyone to know. I would tell the only I, you. I would tell the podcast about it. I'd be like, you would sit in the middle of the room and be like, everyone uh, can see that I'm the only one at this table, right? 
You right. put your you, phone in the front to know to just be like, I'm not cheating. I'm not. No, cheating. no one's near me. I'm smarter than you. <laughs> you would love that at it random, random trivia. Yeah. Well, that's good. Hey, way to bring back trivia. You know, we used to be a trivia focused podcast and then, you know, we lost it. Hey, I uh, love any, trivia. Any of really my lo- local people here. It's winter time. Golf season's over. Let's go back to trivia. Hit me up. We should do trivia. I'll go to trivia when I'm home for Christmas. Sounds good. Devin, I got a surprise for you. It's the end of the year, and you know what that means. Spotify wrapped. Guess what? Uh-oh. We're podcasters now. We get a very own podcaster's version of wrapped. So do you want to see it? Because I have not watched it. And react with me here. Yeah, live reaction. Let's, live let's reaction. All right, can you see my screen, Devin? Yes. 2023 wrapped. For podcasters. We did start this podcast January 1st of 2023. Full 11 months of data. De- and to be fair to us, I actively kept this a secret from our core audience <laughs> for several months. <laughs> so <laughs> that is on me. <laughs> It's so crazy how you're like, we're doing a podcast in secret. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's put that out there. That happened. All right, here we go. See your raft. <laughs> Architects Lawyer, your raft is here. Let's go. 2023. People were really, really feeling what you do. Okay, thanks. Here we go. I think I hit this to move on to the next. Yep. All right. That was it. <laughs> Speaking of your top episode, it was one point one. Always be my favorite, of course. Wow. That's where everybody comes in. Oh. Everyone, that just shows that everyone needs to hear how we started. Is it our best episode? Some would say it's definitely our most listened to episode. People loved it. They listened to it three, four times. <laughs> Personally, I listened to it six times myself. <laughs> United States are our top country. We knew that. USA. USA. Your listeners have good taste, obviously. So what else are they into? Ooh, we're going to get a little insight into you, listeners. What are you into? Probably Taylor Swift. Sports, okay. comedy, news. <laughs> All right. These are great those are po- statistics those are, here. Those are, those are podcast genres. So our, our listeners' top podcast genre was sports, comedy, and news. So we got to talk more sports, I guess. Your listeners' top music genres, however, were number one, pop. Number two, rap. Number three, coming out of left field, contemporary country. All right. All right. We'll figure out how that works into some of our movie ideas coming up in uh, building the lore. Hey, you got it right that time. Your listeners definitely definitely told their friends about you. Okay, good. Thank you so much, everybody out there. Keep telling. Keep telling your friends about the podcast. Take their phones physically from them and type in Architects Lore in Spotify. Your podcast was shared all over. 64% direct link. That means you people are out there hitting the share button, sending it to your friends. Thank you so much. Four, our podcast rating was a 4.9. Who, gave, who, who yeah, out there what, didn't what? give it a 5? Who what? didn't give it a 5? What? Who was it? I want to know. <laughs> also, is there a way to check what I rated it? Because I might have rated it a 4. <laughs> You better 
not. You better go back and make sure you rated it a five. That's five. That would be you, though. You know, no one's perfect. I'm probably we you know. could do better. <laughs> we got one point point one to improve for next year. Can't forget to give a shout out to your biggest fans. Ooh, a top ten podcast for twenty fans. Yeah. yeah. And I know a lot of people who don't even listen to us on Spotify. One person in particular told me they listen to it on Apple and uh, YouTube Music. And I was like, are we on YouTube Music? Didn't even know that. Cool. I'm a top five. Oh, so we're doing we're batting great here out of out of the amount of podcast people that had us in our top 10. 90 percent of you also have us in your top five. Thank you so much. What a year. Speaking of sharing, we made something just for you. Ooh. Okay. Go celebrate with your family. Okay, so it's just basically there. there but look at that. Look at that. We have created 3.3 thousand minutes Holy of sweet, shit. sweet podcast listening. That is a lot. We have talked for it. <laughs> We Way talked more for than that. 3,000 minutes. And now I've cut a lot. Devin doesn't, but I have. But hey, everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing again in 2024. Feel free. Take your friend's phone. Take your grandmother's phone. Take everybody's phone. Actively type in Architects of Lore. I've had family members literally come up to me and be like, I'd love to listen to you. I can't find you. And I'm like, it's just called Architects of Lore. Give me your fucking phone. And then I type it in and I hit the follow button. That's what you do, people. Just hit the follow button. So you want to go, you want to go real dirty about it? Go into their settings and you put automatically download. Because then we get those downloads too without them knowing. Okay. Evan doesn't know about that. But I do. I haven't done it to anybody. It just seems like you're out here stealing people's phones. <laughs> I'm not stealing phones. They're like, I want to listen, but I can't find you. I'm like, give me the phone. Now I want you, the audience. Two steel phones. Type in their Spotify, Architects Lore, hit file. Just so random people out there can be like, what the fuck is this? All right, I'll give it a listen. I'm just saying, on Christmas Eve, I'm going to let everyone know to keep your phones on them because Zach's, Zach's out here stealing phones. <laughs> At Christmas Eve, I'm going to look every family member that we have in the eye. And I'll be like, listen, 2024, you are responsible for getting us 10 listeners. I'm counting all of you in here. And I want 10 listeners from yeah. each and every one of you. There's more than nine people in that going to be at Christmas. Yeah. And each of them needs to get us 10 listeners. So we basically need to start a pyramid scheme. That's for what listeners. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Starting with our immediate family, which is where you start with all pyramid schemes. Friends and, and family. Then, and then those people are responsible for 10 more listeners. And then mm -hmm. they can get into the golden plaque era, but maybe <laughs> eventually platinum level Architects of Lore fan, depending on how many fans they bring in. We'll iron yeah, out. If details. Architects of Lore is your number one podcast, email us at architectsoflore at gmail.com and we will automatically promote you into the platinum level of a architect. So there's only nine platinum level architects now. But if you nah. want to get into... If you're in that gold level and you want to get into that platinum level, you're going to have to bring in 10 silver listeners. 10 silver listeners. Now, if you bring in 10 gold listeners, ooh, okay. And if those 10 talking. silver listeners bring in get five bronze. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're starting to get it. You're starting to get it. That's how we get this. The more listeners you get, the higher you are in our eyes. 
That's how we respect you. So just yeah. think about it. No that. one respects bronze Lorcatex. No one. Because they need to get in some jade listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody doesn't talk to the coal level listeners because that's only the single person who listens to it on their own and doesn't talk to anybody about it. Those are coal people. I still love you. Devin might not. I love you. But you can get into Jade real quick just by telling one friend about Architects of Love. It's, it's actually pretty bad that Jade is so low. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like Jade would be up there higher. We could we could we could work on the levels. We can work we'll, on the we'll levels. figure out a pyramid. Don't worry. And then we're gonna flip it upside down. So it's not a pyramid, it's a funnel. It's a funnel. It's a funnel to happiness. The further you go down the happier you are. But sincerely, thank you so much for everybody who's listened to Architects of the Lord this year. We appreciate it. We have fun doing this show and we are going to do some new things and be a little weird with it in 2024. That's my promise to you. Zach's promise to you is Zach's going to get weirder. I don't know how that's possible, but I can't wait to find out. Me neither. But Devin, are you ready for everybody's second favorite part of this show? Everybody's first favorite part is when we come up with the movie idea. Second favorite chart is the movie, movie game. Movie, movie game. Last week's episode had the question for the audience, which was, a country singer discovers and falls for a talented waitress, but drowns in the shallows of his ejection. Emerging with amnesia and a plethora of deadly skills, perfectly suited for an assassin. Devin, do you know the answer to that question? That is a star is born identity. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. Thank you for the guesses. We had one and a half correct. But uh, yeah. I appreciated the effort this week because people were coming in and not the right answers, but you were trying. And then we got there in the end. So good job. Thank you for listening, Devin. Hit me with my first question. I'm ready. I'm feeling juiced. I'm going to get it. All right. We'll find out now. Oh, dang. I dropped my phone. Miss Congeniality falls victim to some rowdy space debris and survives with some quick thinking and a little help from a wrinkled rocker sporting a bulbous bioluminescent fingertip and a peanut butter loving sweet tooth. Gravity. No. Gravity. E.T.? Yeah. The extraterrestrial? Yeah. Gravity. 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 Yeah. yeah. That's what that That's one's hard answer. to say. That one's hard to say. That's the answer. But Gravity and E.T., the extraterrestrial. Devin, was E.T. your favorite movie when you were growing up? No, it wasn't because it was Major League. I listened last week. And Surf Ninjas. You ready? Yeah. Hit me. You bojo. Those boards don't work on water unless you got power. Or a monolith that sends you on a perilous mission to Jupiter where you see yourself match wits with a jerk of a computer. What? Can you not do an accent so I can get, like, the first clue? You, Bojo. Those boards don't work on water unless you got power. Or a monolith that sends you on a perilous mission to Jupiter where you see yourself match, match wits with a jerk of a computer. Wow. Hmm. Star Wars games. No. Uh, can you give me the clue for the first movie? The first movie you know. 
Really? Gray, Gray's Sports Almanac. Oh, Back to the Future? Which one? Part two? Yep. Back to the Future 2. Okay. I didn't know if they had the part or not. You know, not some part. movies put the part in, some don't. So you got Back, Back to the Future, Future 2. two. And what's the clue for the second one? I don't want to give it to you because it's going to give it away. Back to the Future, Too Fast, Too Furious? No. The computer's name is Hell 9000. Hell? 9000. I can't do that, Dave. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. Start with two. Two fast. No. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> two. I need tw- 20,000. 2020. No. Space Odyssey. 2000 is Space Odyssey. There you go, but it's not 2000. What is it? Add one more year. 2001. Space Odyssey. Put it all together. Okay. Back to the Future 2001, A Space Odyssey. There it is. He's got it. All right. I needed a lot of help on that one. I don't think I was going to get that one. Back to Space for your clue. Space criminals who become unlikely friends protect the Power Stone by battling demonic forces unleashed inside a cabin with nothing but a shotgun and a chainsaw prosthetic. Guardians of the Galaxy Evil Dead 2? Yeah, good job. He doesn't get the chainsaw prosthetic until the second one, I think. Well, good thing you knew that. That is the correct answer. Guardians of the but Galaxy, the Evil goes, like, Dead Back two. in time, but I never watched it. Xenophobia runs as rampant as the ostracized prawns living in this South African slum where one man is slowly turning into a legendary country singer with ambitions of taking down the office patriarchy. Uh, is that District 9? Yep. Okay, District 9, country star... Country singer with ambitions of taking down the office patriarchy. Is that Dolly Parton? Is it like called nine to five? Yeah. Uh, Put it all together. District nine to five. Working nine to five. Just trying to make a living. Pretty topical. Didn't you just sing at Thanksgiving? That song? I don't know. Maybe. I didn't. I didn't watch a Cowboys game. Cowboys. Cowboys suck. All right, Devin, I think I I did the last one in a flawless Latin, a.k.a. Australian accent, because that's apparently the only one I can do. So this is now your turn. Hold it steady. The cast of a beloved Gene Roddenberry ripoff sees their fictional exploits turn very real when they find themselves in the crosshairs of the amusement park's malfunctioning gunslinger android. That question for the audience again is, folks, the cast of a beloved Gene Roddenberry ripoff sees their fictional exploits turn very real when they find themselves in the crosshairs of the amusement park's malfunctioning gunslinger android. You know the answer to that question. Feel free to hit us up at architectslore.gmail.com or reach out to us on Instagram at architectslore. Devin, I think it's time to talk about one of the greatest holiday movies ever made. In studying the blueprints. Home Alone was this. Let me start that again. Home Alone <laughs> was the movie we watched this week. And uh, for the three people who might not have heard of Home Alone, Kevin McAllister is left, you guessed it, Home Alone. And the Wet Bandits 
are trying to rob the place, but not before Kevin protects his crib. And then he traps the wet bandits using booby traps and sabotage. And um, then the police come and his mom's there and they're like, Kevin, we need a new door. Oh no, that was the third movie. <laughs> that one was no, not it. <laughs> Kevin wins. Kevin so, wins. Great movie. Really hits it is you a great movie. In the classic feels growing up with it. It's been a long time since I watched this movie all the way through. And I was talking with my brother yesterday about this. And you realize some things as an adult that you definitely don't realize as a child. That Kevin would definitely murder those people. There's well, no way yeah. they would have survived. Kevin murdered the thieves. We'll get to that. But my brother, who is a father, is like, there's no way anybody is going to leave counting of their children to a teenager. I'm like, you know what? I can kind of understand that they were in a rush. All right, well, the neighbor tra- kid, they counted she, a person. She trusts her older daughter. Okay. And they're in two different vans. I can kind of get that. Am I on my brother's side on this? Like, yeah, if I'm leaving, I'm counting my kids. But whatever. The other part is that Kevin runs into several adults in this movie. None of them try to help a child out. He runs into the grocery store clerk Mm -hmm. who uh, is just like, are you here alone? And then he just lies his way through it. He's like, of course not. Of course not. I'm eight years old. And they're like, anybody (laughs) want to check on this? (laughs) No? Okay. He runs into the neighbor who saw most of that family leave and then sees this little child there, has several conversations with this kid, at the end of the movie, saves him from getting brutally murdered by two adults, and then just (laughs) never mentions it. (laughs) He's just like, let's just get you home. No, talk to the fucking cops that are coming. That's the crux of the Home Alone franchise, is befriending an older loner. And then... On top of it, okay, the second one, the second movie makes more sense that it's an older homeless woman who obviously wouldn't go to the cops because she's homeless and she's afraid of the cops. Fine, that one makes sense. This movie in particular, though, he also talks to, he talks to Santa Claus, okay? Not the real one. He knows that. He knows how it works. You work for Santa, so can you, hey, Santa, can you just do me a favor? I'm a very small child alone in the dark in Chicago right now, but all I want for Christmas is just my family. They're not here. Don't Maybe Santa thought are. he was an orphan and just didn't know what to say. And Santa's I don't think like, like Mall Santa has uh, any, you know, guidance of how to deal with children. He is not a psychologist. He's a guy who's on ad in the newspaper and fit in the suit. The adults just like the Santa adults just like, dude, that that sucks, bro. Yeah, I'll put a good word for you. Here's some Tic Tacs. I got to go hit this meth party that I'm going to because, you know, he's going to someplace to get fucked up. <laughs> Again, that's why I don't think Santa is the one to help him. But I'm just, I, and I get it. It's a movie, folks. You got to take some creative liberties, you know, licenses. But just like, as an adult now, if I see a small child alone in the dark, just wandering the streets, I'm probably gonna be like, "Kid, are you okay? Maybe we should get your mom or something." And they'll be like, "My mom's not here." I'm like, well, let's. Go get He's it. super charismatic and charming, though. And he, you know, there is no eight year old. He can talk his can way out of anything. As charming as being like, nah, dude, don't worry. I'm chill. You're alone walking the streets in the dark. Where are your parents? 
But he's uh, wearing his in, mittens at least. They're in, they're they're in Paris. We're in Chicago, son. I'm taking you to the police. What are the police gonna do? Oh, that fucking put me on edge too. And I get it. It's a movie. The mom calls the police place. It's like, hey, can you go check on my son? And then they get the runaround. Okay, you get it. They're Chicago cops. They don't care. And they go to the house and just some cop just knocks on the house a bunch of times. And then just like, there ain't nobody came to the door. Down to recount their kids. Now, that's an APB at that point. <laughs> We're finding the child. This was different time, man. Different times. They're like, that kid can fend for himself. Other than that, Great movie. Really fun, lighthearted. The protagonist, Kevin, goes through you know, like uh, a metamorphosis of being a scared little child to being the man of the house by the end. Some would say little cocky. Some would say he actively hunted those thieves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seemed like he went out of his way to, um, hey, I'm up here, come and get me, and then <laughs> I'm going to hit you in the head with a, with a paint canister. <laughs> you know in the part of the movie where he accidentally shoplifts and like gets run after by a cop. I was yeah. like, okay. Oh, I forgot about this part. So this is probably why he doesn't want to call the cops later when the thieves are coming. Cause he's afraid he's going to go to jail. Never mentions it. Well, the cop in the beginning of the movie is uh Joe Pesci. He is a web band. Like you, it's like, you don't know who to trust. You know, you can't exactly. trust the cops. <laughs> I mean, it's weird that the cop is just standing in the front room for like 10 minutes. And people are just walking by and they're like, no one's just like, what are you doing here? Hey, sir, why are you here? Why are you inside? Even the dad just like, hey, what's up? Am I arrested? No. Okay, I'm just going to walk away now. Everyone just walks in and everyone came to their house and no one wakes up early. Come on. Come on. Well, free guys. Adults must have been booze in the night before. Oh, yeah, they're getting a little tipsy. Another great part of this movie that I forgot, the mom, Catherine O'Hara. She was apparently a very big part of my childhood that I forgot. <laughs> great actress. Nightmare Before Christmas, you know, Adams, not Adams Family, Beetlejuice, in Home Alone, all the Home Alone franchise, and also part of my adulthood, Shit's Creek. Great not show, all. people. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Yeah, Home Alone franchise ended with two. Did it? Because I'm pretty sure, how many are there? Are there like five? There's like six. A lot of direct-to-DVD or direct-to-Disney Plus movies. There are six. Yep, there are six. Jeez. Damn, I've been talking a while because I like this movie. What about you? What did you think? Did you like the movie? Did you Home did... Sweet Home Alone? Home Alone, the holiday heist? Home Alone 4? They, they have someone else playing Kevin McAllister? Kevin McAllister's back? <laughs> and this time he's out for blood. <laughs> Defend his future stepmother's house from his old that what? What Peter and Kate get divorced? Wow. What? I am not a fan of Home Alone 4 taking not, back the house. Not canon. Not, not canon. my home alone. Wow. That was a TV film. This and John Hughes, I think he wrote the third one as well. So the third one is the borderline on the franchise. It's like it's the borderline. Stepchild. They just the couldn't get a child franchise. They just couldn't get a new cute enough kid, you know? Like five years later, that's Kevin McCully Hawkins, too old. At this point, it'd just be murder. So yep. they had to bring in a new kid. 
I wouldn't be surprised if within the next two years they just have a DH Macaulay Culkin back at home alone. I would see it where he's the dad and he just created a monster of a child. <laughs> and he's like, listen, in your life, you're going to have to take down criminals twice in two different cities. You are going to get you're going to get a criminal nemesis. <laughs> a nemesis by eight years old. <laughs> and I, I did not realize this because, again, like I haven't watched these movies all the way through in a long time. None of his family knows that he did this. <laughs> He's just going to be telling stories. It's like, yeah, when I took down the wet bandits with this tarantula. He's like, oh, what'd you do, Kevin? I just hung around. No, I did a lot, including sending two men to jail. Like, they're not going to realize that there's traps everywhere and and nails coming out. But he got he got the uh, the weird uh, old guy neighbor back with his son. That was a genuinely touching moment. I teared up a little bit at the end. Good Christmas movie. Good Christmas movie. I hate to say it, but good choice. (laughs) Thank you. It's number one. Number one on the holiday list. Now it's time to make our own holiday movie in Building the Lore in the Writer's Zoom. All right, so holiday, we're getting there. What do we want to do? What are you thinking? I saw this really weird, is a commercial for like this movie coming out. And these kids are put on the naughty list and now they got to rob the North Pole. Rob Santa? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is the movies that we're coming up with these days? Honestly, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> I don't know if I want to make a kids movie, but I do want to make a holiday movie. Something maybe for the entire family to enjoy. And probably... Um, let me let me throw this idea out of you because this came murder. to me earlier. Um, we don't have to do it. But, so you know the saying goes, you know, that Santa, Chris Kringle, keeps a naughtier nice list. You know, he... Knows if you've been bad or good. He knows when you're sleeping. You he knows saying or song. No, it's 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 a well known fact that Santa keeps track of you all year long yeah, until he's Christmas. Always watching. He's always watching. Except, yeah. but it's from a song, not a saying. Yeah. Except that six day period after Christmas. <laughs> okay, that's I what, say we hold off. That's when anarchy December. anarchy happens between I like that idea. December twenty sixth and but January first. I, I think we're <laughs> skipping way too much time. We're already skipping past Christmas, but I really do like <laughs> that. Some it could be is called like, this the, is the cr- naughty time, <laughs> purge week or whatnot. Christmas purge, <laughs> naughty week. Say, Keep keep it in the back of your head. Let the idea percolate for our Christmas episode. Because Chris Kringle, he went out Christmas Eve. He delivered all those presents. Now he's and everyone knows off. he goes on vacation immediately after. He's going to Bora Bora for one full week, and then he's not watching for that one week. No, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, that's actually really I like that idea. But that's not for now. That's not for now. now. We're because we're getting into the Christmas spirit. Yeah. So what what's what's December mean to you when you when it first starts? Because it's still, you know, not even the 25 days of Christmas yet. You know, I'm thinking Christmas trees. I'm thinking candy canes. I'm thinking lights, 
blinking green and red. I'm thinking family. So I'm obviously thinking about a Too Fast, Too Furious-like movie about family. All right, so let's examine that. What happened in Too Fast, Too Furious? So Brian had to get... Uh, to get his old criminal buddy. His old to buddy. To help him do another job for the FBI. To yeah. take down another criminal drug dealer enterprise. Yeah. While also scoring with that guy's hot girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yep. And don't they, like, launch a car onto a boat? I don't remember which movie that happened. Maybe that was the start of the car versus other vehicles. I think that was the start of <laughs> car as a weapon. Yep. <laughs> um, and they're just like, hey, we're going to launch this car into a boat. And they're like, holy shit, what can we launch cars out into? Plane? I got it. Helicopter? Yeah, of I course you it. can launch a car into a helicopter. That works perfect. It's the 75th annual St. Paul Father son toboggan sleigh race. We're getting dads. Okay, getting I like son. it. We're getting racing. We're talking about family, except our characters. It's a stepdad with a stepson whose dad died several years back. And this and is the stepson is like 28. No, no. <laughs> I mean, come on. We, we're already talking about doing a kids movie. And you can still be for the family. But why has it got to be a 12 year old kid? You know, you know, their work schedules. Come on, man. So it's like. You want a movie about a, a geriatric new stepdad and his not a geriatric. He doesn't have to be stepson. geriatric. Okay, so the twenty-eight-year-old's mom is like sixty. Let's give her low end, maybe fifty-eight. She had the kid when she was thirty. She got a new boo who's who's in, like who's 40, only 40, 41, yeah. who's trying to connect with the twenty-eight-year-old stepson. Yeah. With the 75th annual St. Paul Toboggan Father-Son Sled Race. It's like, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Dude, like, you're not that much older than me. He's like, he's like, listen, son, when I was your age, when you're my age, that was like eight years ago. <laughs> Jerry, I saw you three years ago at the bar getting blasted right next to me. Okay. <laughs> like, listen, I didn't sign us up for this. Your mother did. And we need to bring home a trophy or else. I'm out of the family. <laughs> I'm, out. I'm out. I can't go back to my first family. I did not end things well with them. Your mom's the best thing that ever happened to me, okay? You saw me three years ago. At the <laughs> you know what I was like. <laughs> now I've turned my life around. I'm a successful software CEO. I like this, where it's, the age gap's not too big. It's like if... um, Who's... And there's nothing in the rules against it. You know, it, you know, the rest of the characters are going to be like 35 year old guys with their fucking eight year old sons. But that is just these one couple. You know who I found out is both 42 today. Rachel Bilson and Sorry, Mr. Crash. Worldwide Pitbull. Those two people are the same Pit age. Pitbull's only 42. I yeah. think I was easy 58. <laughs> I'm going to go see Pitbull tonight. Mr. Worldwide. All right, so we got it. It's called Sled Race. I like that because he keeps calling it Sled Race, and then the other guy's like, it's a toboggan race. It's a toboggan race. Sled race. So how far? Is this St. Paul, Illinois? Or, I mean, uh, Paul, Minnesota? Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota. Because then there's okay. going to be, like, a lot of Mighty Ducks jokes, and they're going to be like, we fucking hate that movie here, okay? <laughs> so we definitely have to get some Prince songs for the soundtrack. Which is where the majority of our budget's gonna go. Of they're course. Like, 
The special effects are garbage, but Purple Rain over the last song is fucking beautiful. <laughs> when they came down and they got second place to Purple Rain, I teared up. I teared up in the theaters because they finally accepted each other for who they are. And that's family. It was crazy how he just showed up in a red Corvette. I'm pretty sure they only did that so they could play red Corvette. Of course. <laughs> All right, we get, there's one major plot point we got to get down. Is his actual father dead? A dead I think beat, so. A dead beat or alive and going like, this is still weird. I think he's passed. So that I think he's passed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what if the stepdad's dad is like the perfect role model and the stepson is like, keeps trying to like get advice from the stepdad's dad. And then so the his, step his, just... his step-grandfather. Yes, there. yes. Okay. <laughs> Someone who would be like a little bit more age-appropriate. Probably an older dad, but still like give him some sage wisdom. And then his the step-dad step... just steps in and he's like, all right, dad, I got this. <laughs> just gives the like step-grandfather the advice. is like 65, an appropriate age for the mom of this group. But... Listen, that's just not how that's not how love works. You can't turn your back on love, Devin. You can't turn. Well, he's also back. married too. I think you know. They're... Oh, we got a step grandmother in here too. If we have a step grandmother, I want her to be wildly supportive, just like okay. coming out, baking cookies for them when they're building their toboggan and talking about the stepdad. Like, oh yeah, when he was so young, he used to do this with his dad too. And then show him pictures and stuff like that. So why is the stepdad off the rails then? Let's give him a name. Phil. Phil? That doesn't Phil. feel like a stepdad name. I feel like Mike because it's like oh, Mike. You're not a, you're not my stepdad. You're just fucking Mike from down in the park. You know, like it's fucking Mike. Yeah, he's like, um, I actually go by Michael now. And he's like, shut up, Mike. I saw you getting hammered of four locos that you illegally imported from Thailand. I like this. All right, so we got Mike, who's Michael now. And let's mm-hmm. just say, you know, he had a hard life. He had, he had a wife. He got divorced. He went through a downward spiral. He's at the bar drinking. That's where he met our protagonist. What's his name? 28-year-old stepson. Jordan. Nope. Don't want to use that name. Scratch that. Bleep that out, Zach. Don't say that. Okay. I want to go with... Michael Jordan. How original. Jordan. <laughs> um, so his name is... Jackson, um, Scott, Michael right? and Jackson, Michael and Jackson, <laughs> Michael Jackson, and then it's Prince music in Minnesota. Oh man, you can just make it. Uh, I don't know what's a what's a random name. Give me a letter, and I'll make a name off of that. T T. Really? That what I was going for. E. Thank you, Earl. Earl. Mike and Earl. Michael and Earl. Earl seems like such the older name. Guys, <laughs> right? Yeah. He's like, your name is Earl and you're 28. He's like, listen, I don't want to talk about it. It's been a rough life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got Michael and Earl. And we got we to gotta at least do the mom. What's the mom's name? What's Earl's mom? Michael's wife. Um, Let's go with um Diane. Fine. Let's go with Diane. Diana. 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 And she's Greek. So Earl is Greek. 
Earl's Greek. All right. So we got. I don't know if there's many Greek people in Minnesota. But... Michael, Earl, Diana. And then we got the step grandfather and step grandmother to be named later. Step grandfather kind of like trying to remove himself from every situation. Thinks it's a little weird. Step grandmother all in. Super supportive. Loves Earl. Calls Earl her grandson now. Earl's like, I don't know if you should say that, but you're really, really nice. So is this taking place over a couple of weeks or is this just a one day? The race is today. And I think this is a couple of weeks. I think we start with that Earl. Sorry, Michael has been married to Diana for maybe at max two years. OK. All right. And Michael and Earl have always, you know, have never gotten along. Earl has never accepted Michael. And so Diana just puts her foot down. Earl, you want to live in this house or you want whatever? Let's say she's got some money. You want some help, financial help? You and Michael are going to get along. You're doing the 75th annual. If you want me to invest in your paintball field idea. Because mm-hmm. Earl wants to open up a paintball field. Yeah. He thinks it'd be a really good idea. Big business in St. Paul, Minnesota. Paintballing. So she's like, if you want that investment, you got to. Mom. Think about it. Paintball guns on skates. It prints money. Oh, that would be fucking fun. He's like, do you want me to invest in it? You got to make a connection with your stepfather. He's not my stepdad. I was this 26. I was 26 when you married him. <laughs> You're doing the 75th annual tobog- St. Paul Toboggan Sled Race. So how long is the sled race and what do they need to prepare? Is it like cool runnings where they... <laughs> Got it. They got to build their own toboggan. Is it like a course, like a Red yeah, Bull it's a, course it's a type course. thing? Yeah. And it's all downhill, but there's like different obstacles and stuff you got to get over. Maybe you have to get over a stream. So being able to carry your toboggan is part of it. Exactly. It's not all the toboggan race, not straight downhill. It's, this is cross country tobogganing, people. Okay. Wild. We're coming up with sports. We're coming up with great business ideas. Hey, copywriting paintballs on skates. That's us. That's our. So, did they get lost in the wilderness and like, because like, if this toboggan race is maybe like over a couple days, you could have some nights there, and then they have to curl up and cuddle up for warmth in the Minnesota winter. But that's the okay. thing—you bring like a toboggan, kind of like those sleigh, right? Where it's like, you know, you can zip yourself in, and they're a tent at night. What's the, what's the fucking race up in Alaska? Goes for a couple days with sled dogs. I don't know. I, the Iditarod. It's like the Iditarod. You know, it's it's like a 26 mile cross country toboggan Iditarod type thing. You know, this is this is full on fortitude testing your endurance. Yeah, Iditarod is 938 miles. Okay, this is only 26 miles. It should and the course record day. is seven days and 14 hours, eight minutes and 57 seconds. Seven days seems excessive. I don't know if we're going to get the night scene. Maybe it's just one day. I don't think we can realistically. Well, I want to give them a break. Like, so that is realistic that they like still have a chance. I don't know. Cause I want them to like go off track and and run into a bear. I don't know if they have bears in Minnesota. They probably got bears. What if they got, what if it's a two day race, human at a time and they're really far back on day one. And then they finally come together to make up all the time in day two and either win or get like third place. That's why I'm like, maybe they do that. Have it three days 
where it's like first day they're just doing it then the second day they get off track running shenanigans bears or that's first day you know they get right into it just run off track run into a bear somehow take the wrong way i'm thinking the the weekend before christmas because maybe there's options like you take the left route it's safer but if you take the right route it's quicker but it's more dangerous and it's it's like moguls so i mean we got to get the lore down how many children have died in the 75 years seven yeah yeah yeah, for sure (laughs) one every like 10 years (laughs) yeah yeah they've done i mean it hasn't been in a while but they've made it safer there was a lot of deaths in the beginning yeah you have like gps so maybe their gps gets um thrown off or something yeah they get wildly off track then they got to make up that time seven is a great number because that's also the name of a prince song So as we're talking about how seven children have died over the course of 75 years, the Prince song seven is just yeah. in the background. And then there's been some controversies, and that's when controversy comes on. Yeah, here we go. Just the whole movie is just a Prince album. Prince's greatest hits. <laughs> this is a very long music video. Prince's greatest hits. What if there's like a short little burst Friday night, then you sleep at a predetermined bunkhouse. Then there's a full day Saturday. And then you sleep at another predetermined bunkhouse. And then there's the like morning of Sunday. So you end Sunday around like mid afternoon. You're coming into town. Yeah. So they never make the second bunkhouse then. And they got to power through the night. Yeah. And that's where they make up their time. Where they make it up. Mm-hmm. We got to have it. We, ha- we also have to have this is we have to do this. There has to be a dad and son that are just assholes. Both of them. The kid has to be a dick, and the dad has to be a dick. There's the Iceland Icelandic hockey team, and they keep calling them that. And they're like, again, we hate the movie Mighty Ducks. I'm from Finland. You're from Iceland. <laughs> Listen, you Icelandic. <laughs> this is America, and America is gonna win. Did you let Bjork fucking step up to you again? Bjork is eight years old and he is scary. <laughs> and at the end, I know we're going to full on Prince album, but when they're crossing the finish line, it should just be Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. I don't know. When doves cry when they're coming in. And oh, I was fuck. thinking there, that's a good one. There could be an injury. So there's like tears of pain, but tears of joy as they cross that finish line and just. Earl, this is going to be an expensive Earl, movie. <laughs> Earl is carrying Michael across the finish line. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, because he could have left him behind. But they also could have won, but he wanted to finish it together because maybe the grand prize is like 10 grand. And he was going to invest that in his paintball. He yeah. needed for his paintball. <laughs> but he's like, no, I want to finish this how we started together. And, they get and maybe there was like something... Where, you know, they have a fight and he's like, Mike's like, you never even wanted to bring me in on the PayPal business. You know, that's a great idea. <laughs> and Earl's like, I-, I didn't know you like PayPal. He's like, I fucking love PayPal, man. <laughs> I'm a two-time PayPal fucking champion. You'd know if you'd ever ask me a question. <laughs> I got a tip in 98 custom on my 10th birthday and I haven't looked back since. My blood is always at 120 PSI. <laughs> I am always ready. 
I freeze my balls in the <laughs> whoa, that is super fucked up, bro. <laughs> We're going right, to war well, out there. Here we go. That was the sleigh ride or sleigh race. So let's get a quick recap of the sleigh race. An architect's little original idea. The sleigh race is the 75th annual St. Paul Toboggan Cross Country Race. Starring. All on one banner. (laughs) All on one banner. Starring our, you know, uh, what's Protagonist Earl. Who has to join his new stepdad, Mike, who's only a few years older than him. 13 years older than him. 13 years older than him because his mom won't give him the funding for his paintball field unless he bonds with his stepdad. Paintball on skates. Mike, former degenerate, was also a bar uh, patron where he met Earl. And then somehow met Earl's mom one time. She probably had to come pick him up after being blasted. Yeah. The beautiful and forgiving and charming Diana. And then at the race, they're supported by Earl's or no, Mike's parents. Yep. The step grandfather uh, who still thinks this family relationship's a little weird, but the step grandmother who's all in. And the Prince soundtrack of Greatest Hits is playing throughout the movie and mike and earl gotta find some way to win this toboggan race to get the ten thousand dollar seed money that earl needs it's a three-day race the first day they don't work great together the second day even more shenanigans happen and bears out they become lost they have a fight about why earl never asked mike to be part of the paintball on ice they come together they push through night two, and they come in a respectable third place. Losing to their nemesis, the fucking Icelandic father and son. Who are really Finnish, but they they have to reference the Mighty Ducks franchise. But it doesn't matter, because through the race, they found that what really counts, family. And paintball. And paintball. And that's the right. sleigh race. An architect's a little original idea centered the weekend before Christmas. Yeah, how do we make it a little Christmassy? I there's guess there's it's going to be snow, it's, like a setting. it's more of a winter yeah. thing, too. Yeah. There's going to be peppermint hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that. Candy canes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the holiday season there, you know, they, they find family. That's the holiday season. There you have it, folks. I've said folks 13 times this episode. Yeah, yeah I'm going to get a folks counter, an all right <laughs> counter, and a, you know what I mean, counter. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a sleigh race. Devin, why don't you tell the audience what we're watching this week for the second week of holiday season? Will it compete with Home Alone? Probably not. Only one movie that can really compete with Home Alone, and that's Elf, baby. That's Elf. Choice. It's a good choice. I was thinking a Muppets Christmas Carol because I do love the Christmas Carol story. And I think the Muppets version is the best version. The George C. Scott version is the best, but it's real dark, real scary. So maybe the Muppet is lighter for the family audience that we've engendered here. But no, I'm going to have to go with uh, the Christmas classic elf. Okay. There it is. All right. Folks. 
Damn it. I almost said it too. I stopped myself. <laughs> now I'm just going to do it ironically to see if we can force ourselves to stop doing it. If we do it ironically, we're just going to do it more and more. I don't think we could do it more than we already have. For next week, watch the movie Elf. But now we're in to our evergreen question section. Evergreen! I wanted to keep this question topical. Devin, take Christmas off the board. If you had to get rid of one holiday in the calendar year, which one would it be? What's the one you can't stand? You hate seeing those decorations. I don't know. Flag day is kind of fucking boring. (laughs) That one doesn't count. I'm talking major holidays. St. Patrick's Day, 4th of July, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Labor Day, Memorial Day, Martin Luther uh, King Jr. Day. Yeah, no, no. I like all those. I don't know. What's a crap? Valentine's Day. I mean. You got to get rid of one. That'd be the cynical answer, but. You can't turn your back. I believe in love, you know? Yeah, yeah, you can't turn your back on love. Um, I don't know, maybe Thanksgiving or Labor Day? I don't know, but I do like that day off, Labor Day, day off, and those sales. And we're pro-union. We're pro-union. We are. We are very pro-union here. But it's like Memorial Day, you got to support the troops. You know, Veterans yeah. Day as well. You got those who died, those who served. I'm not can't saying disrespect this is a, them. I'm not saying this is an easy question, but you got to get rid of one. I mean... Columbus was a fuck, so like what if we just change that get rid of Columbus Day? You can't you can't bring in, you just gotta get rid. Oh man. Uh yeah, it's probably a, Columbus it's a, Day. It's a hard Sorry Columbus to my Day. Italian heritage. But even Italy didn't support his idea, so it's true. He was sent over there by Portugal. That's the right answer, and that's the one I was gonna go with, but since you picked that, I will pick another one and I'm gonna say it. Fuck Halloween. Fuck Halloween? Get rid of it. Wow. The guy who made us watch A Nightmare Before Christmas is saying, fuck Halloween? Yeah, because that's a Christmas movie. Christmas. Wow. I like all the, I like all the holidays. It's a hard question. I was going to pick Columbus Day. You picked it. I can't get rid of Veterans Day. I'm not a veteran. That's disrespectful. Can't get rid of love of Valentine's Day because I still believe in love. Can't turn love. your back on love. Can't turn your back on love. And I'll just say it. I've always been a Grinch about Halloween. I don't dress up. What does it do for me? I can watch scary movies anytime. Not right. taking away horror. Not taking away horror. Just get rid of Halloween. All right, man. I mean, audience out there, if you think we're blasphemous, write in. Tell us what holiday yeah, you get. If you have an evergreen question, email us at architectsalora.gmail.com. Yep. I'm starting negative at holiday season because my next evergreen question in two weeks is going to be very positive. And I need to say that now so I remember it to be positive. I don't okay. have Okay, I guarantee like you'll I forget. We'll I guarantee forget. you'll forget. It'll, uh, probably, it'll <laughs> probably be something golf related. Like if you can hit, if you could only hit a flop shot, every shot around the green or a pitch shot, which one would you choose? Flop shot, clearly, just flop for shot, the style uh, points. It's style points, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that even a question? Come on. Yeah, you're right. We can't use uh, <laughs> Check us out on Instagram at Architects Allure, TikTok, Google, or search for Architects Allure. Uh, X, same. Uh, you see some old stuff, but we're still there. Uh, yeah. Are we? Who knows? But, um, <laughs> okay. There you have it. If you got a story in your head, but you can't seem to get it out, do it. And remember, any family combination is good as long as there's love. But also, if it sucks, who cares? That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Good night, everybody. Yeah, live reaction. Let's live reaction. Devin or Zach cut this part. So if this is really depressing, we're going <laughs> to yeah, cut yeah, the, yeah, whole yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole thing. The whole thing. And then we that. do already not agree. mention it again. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Moving up. <laughs> oh, and we will be getting new artwork. That's in the work, folks. Don't worry. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Yeah, that's on you or your art department. Now they're just giving us our statistics again with a lot of uh, fireworks in the background. I'm assuming Katy Perry is playing right now, but we don't have the music on because of DMCA. You understand, everybody. Thanks for sharing your podcast with the world. That's what Spotify just told us. You're you. welcome. You don't understand. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's going down. The bottom. It's a flip it over bottom. pyramid. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I think the third one went to theaters. Oh, this was Christopher Columbus? No wonder why is that Christmas feel like the first Harry Potter movie. That guy knows Christmas. Who are you going to go with? I don't know. The world? Everyone's going to be there. It's worldwide. Good good episode. Good episode. (laughs) A neighbor banged on my wall twice during that episode, so it must have been a good one. Banger. That's how we judge it. If it's a banger or not. (laughs) The episode's a banger or not. Not that it's good, just I was loud enough to have someone bang on the walls.